Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, he washed it white as snow. Welcome to the Joel Army Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. Over the past 15 years, I've personally encountered the Lord in dramatic and enjoyable ways that I want to share with you. While I don't claim to be an expert on the subject of the Lord speaking to us today, I have found that there's almost no other subject in the Christian life that more people have questions about. I hope that I can answer some of those questions here and be a blessing to many people. If you're blessed by today's topic, feel free to click the Facebook links to like or share this with others. Today we're going to be talking about dream interpretation, a subject with no shortage of experts. For starters, I'll go ahead and confess that I have a long history of being terrible at interpreting dreams, but it's not about me, because as Joseph said in Genesis 48, interpretation belongs to God. Dreams are kind of a funny thing. It starts with God speaking to us in a dream. Sometimes they're very cloudy. Other times they're very clear, but no matter how we receive them, we can't make them up. They're either from God or they're not. That's where things get funny because if a dream is from God, it belonged to him in the first place, and the interpretation also belongs to God. So it begs the question, where do we come into the equation? And that's my favorite part. All God requires of me to do is to go to sleep, and I'm a champion of that. Seriously, how much easier does it get than that? My involvement in the process is that I go to sleep and God gives me a dream that only he holds the interpretation to. If you're a person given over to trying to earn things from God, dreams are a great solution because your only task is to go to sleep. I mean, that's not entirely true, but we're 90% of the way there. The biggest thing that we can do is ask God to speak to us. If 90% of our effort is sleeping, then the other 10% is just asking God to speak to us in our dreams. And for the most part, you know, uh, and for most of us, we fail at that a lot. I know I do. Uh, We fail because, not because we're not spiritual enough, but because we're, we're awful people, but simply we forget to ask. I know for me, I forget to ask a lot. I, I wish I would remember to ask more, and I constantly try to do things to, to force myself to remember. But it's common to human nature. Think about how often you sit in a restaurant and you wait for your particular server to come by just so you can ask for something simple like ketchup. Aren't there 15 other employees walking around who you could, who could, you could ask to, hey, can you grab me a bottle of ketchup? But I mean, so many times, I know for me, and I, I know this is true for a lot of other people, so many times we choose to sit there and just kind of stew in our frustration because our server won't come back around, mainly because we won't ask what we want. Uh, maybe we feel like we shouldn't bother those other servers, or maybe we feel like you know it's it's not their job or it's not our place to 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 jump in and just ask for what we want. But the truth is, the entire restaurant is there to serve us when we're there to go pay them to eat, and so it's it's really all about us just being bold enough to ask and instead of uh, just sitting and and waiting. And the same thing is true when it comes to dreams. God has promised us that we can come boldly before the throne. Uh, in Hebrews 4.16, God told us, come boldly before the throne of grace. His, his throne is already a throne of grace. We can't do anything to earn what he's given us. And because of that, he says, hey, 
You come to me with boldness and ask for what you want, not for what you think I want to hear, but ask for what you want. So when we're sitting in this restaurant of of the Lord's world, the Lord's throne room, we might as well go ahead and bother whoever we can, whenever we can, and ask God to speak to us, ask God to give us good things. It's up to him to give them to us or not. And if we have faith, he promised us that he will give them to us. So when it comes to dreams, there's nothing holding us back from just going ahead and being bold and asking God for, for as many dreams as often as he will speak to us. If you struggle with the concept of of asking God for things or asking him to speak, think about this. You didn't deserve your salvation that Jesus gave you in the first place. You didn't deserve God's love. He chose to give it to you freely. And all he requires of you to do is to repent of your sin and accept him and follow him. There's really no effort on our part. The only thing that we're doing is acknowledging that we're wrong in God's right, and we'll choose to do things God's way as best we can. And even then, we know we're going to stumble, and he's providing grace for that to forgive us our sins when we confess. The deal is totally lopsided. We get everything we don't deserve, and God gets a bunch of weak people who stumble all the time. But he set it up that way, and he loves it. So we never deserved anything good that God's given us in the first place. So what's stopping us from asking for the very best that God has to offer us? I've found it makes it much easier to remember to ask when I have that mindset. The other thing that helps me to remember to ask God to speak is just taking care of logistics. If you need a day planner to remember anything, put it in there. If your iPhone runs your life, put reminders through the day to beep at you to say, hey God, speak to me. I mean, it's really as, as simple as that. If you need sticky notes everywhere on the mirror or on your computer, put them on there and just write a little note that says, remember to ask God to speak to you. Just say, speak to me, God. Just remembering to ask God for things is, is really most of the battle that we have. I mean, this is where you have to get really practical. Uh, don't let forgetfulness keep you from seeking God with all that you have. Do whatever it takes to remember those simple, short prayers that we can pray anywhere. And we're not talking about having some kind of over-religious sounding prayer. All we need to do is just, you know, multiple times throughout the day, as many times as you can remember, just stop and say, Lord, what are you thinking about? What's going on right now? Do you have anything you want to say to me? I'm listening. Would you speak to me, God? And that doesn't necessarily only mean dreams. God can whisper in our ear. God can give us impressions. God can stir our hearts. And we want to be open to hearing from him in every way that he's uh, going to speak to us. Uh, The more you remember to ask God, the easier it gets at, at at continuing to ask him to speak. These these little things like the post-it notes or little reminders on your iPhone, you do that for uh, a number of weeks. Most people say that 21 days is uh, how many how long it takes to create a habit. Well, you do that for a certain amount of time and uh, you, you may not even need those reminders anymore. It's going to become part of your lifestyle. Just remember to ask God to speak to you. So uh, God can speak in dreams and visions even if you don't ask. But every person I've ever known who's, who's heard from the Lord, uh, they say the more you ask, the more you receive from the Lord. The more you ask God to speak, the more he's going to. And that's a concept that's all over the Bible. Uh, don't sit around and wait for God. Go and ask him and ask him a lot. I know personally for me, the more I ask, 
God to speak, the more he speaks. When I don't ask God to speak, he speaks less, sometimes not at all. Uh, when I started asking God, I waited for six years before I was sure that I'd heard for him, from him. Um, he might have been speaking the whole time and I didn't recognize him. Uh, but either way, I never gave up. And that's one of the important things is when asking God to speak to you, don't ever give up. Because there is, uh, hopefully for most of you, and I, I found this the case that uh, for whatever reason, I'm kind of a dull person. Uh, it took me uh, six years before I was ever completely sure that I'd heard from the Lord for the first time. But I asked the Lord to speak to me almost every day for six years. But when he did, he didn't stop speaking. And, uh, and I love that. It was totally worth waiting six years, not knowing if I'd heard from the Lord, just to hear from him once. And he's spoken many times since then, but it, his voice is always worth it. There's nothing like God's voice that will change your life forever, whether in a dream, a vision, uh, an impression, a prophetic word from someone else. There's just nothing like the voice of God that will change you. Now, back to dreams. Uh, when it comes to uh, making sense of the dreams. Don't get intimidated, especially if the Lord starts speaking to you, you're asking him to speak, and you start uh, hearing hearing things, um, or you start seeing things in your dreams you're not used to, you don't understand them. Don't be intimidated by that. Not everything has to make sense uh, immediately. Habakkuk 2.2 tells us to write down the main points of what God speaks to us in dreams and visions. A lot of times, even the most uh, jury-eyed recollection of a dream at 2 a.m. is enough to jog your memory the next day so you can remember the point of the dream. So uh, don't get hung up when you wake up from a dream. Don't get hung up on what you missed or, or some part of the minutia of the dream. Just do whatever you can. Write them when you wake up to jot down the main points. I've found that, that if I do that, if I just uh, reach over, I, I grab my iPhone and I start jotting the main points of the dream, uh, most of the time, the next day when I, when I, I don't remember the dream at all, but when I look at my iPhone and, and I, I look at my notes, 99% of the dream comes instantly back. Uh, it's really amazing how that works is uh, you've just got to get your thoughts in the moment down as best you can. And then the next morning when you're, when you're lucid, then you look at those notes and, uh, and that dream just comes flooding back to you. So don't get bogged down when you're trying to write these things down and trying to interpret your dreams, uh, especially through some preset list of meanings and things like that. Now, there's a lot of things like that out there, and some of those are helpful. I found that most of them aren't. Um, the Lord speaks to each of us in different ways, so there may be some kind of uh, a preset list of meanings that the Lord speaks to you um, in some ways. Remember that uh, God doesn't speak King James English. Uh, he's really good at languages, and he's so good, in fact, that he speaks each one of our languages individually. He he knows Darren Hibbs's language, and so he knows how to speak to me. He knows to, how to capture my attention, and some of the symbols and things that he uses on a, on a regular basis when he speaks to me in dreams may not be be the same thing or even mean the same thing that they would to you or other people. So it really takes uh, time and experience to start to understand what the Lord might be speaking to you. Again, there are some some helpful things out there that that are. Uh, 
you know, generalities that the Lord may speak. Like, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, people say, I've heard lots of people say that if you have a, a dream about a baby that's maybe not yours, that maybe you're holding, it might be a ministry or something like that. The Lord's birthing something. There are things like that that may be helpful to get you started. But I prefer to uh, actually go a different direction entirely than than trying to figure out what all of the symbols mean on a uh, generalized basis, because what dreams really are, most of the time, a dream is not the message that the Lord has for us. It's just the hint. The Lord gives us a dream to get our attention. Uh, sometimes the dreams are very vague and hard to understand. Sometimes they're very clear. But no matter what the dream is like, no matter how God speaks to you, it's always an invitation to engage with, with the Lord in dialogue. He wants to speak to us. He wants to have a two-way conversation. Dreams, visions, those kinds of revelations, they're one-way conversation. Only God speaking to us. And I've almost never had a dream or, or another encounter where the Lord is giving me the full message. He's giving me an invitation to come and find out. And a lot of times I've found that, uh, that the full message doesn't even, like I don't get the full message. The Lord won't give me the full message. I have to share it with other people. And, uh, and the Lord gives interpretation and, and other uh, understanding to other people. And so it, dreams and visions, they really aren't even just about us. They're about the Lord trying to speak into our lives and other people's lives. So it's very important to remember, don't, don't get bogged down in all of the in interpretation right away. In fact, sometimes the interpretation um, it is, in fact, for right away. Sometimes the Lord will give you an interpretation right off the cuff, off the cuff and and other times, uh, it's years and years, and maybe not even in your lifetime. I think about uh, Isaiah. Uh, I, I can't remember the reference offhand, but Isaiah, uh, I think somewhere around chapter 49, um, Isaiah prophesies about a man named Cyrus that God had appointed to shepherd the people of Israel. When he prophesied that, it was 150 years before King Cyrus of Persia came onto the scene. And what King Cyrus did was he took the Babylonian exiles and he told them he could they could return to Jerusalem. And he actually funded, he paid for the rebuilding of Jerusalem and the temple. So this pagan king, God called him his shepherd, and Isaiah prophesied about him 150 years before he was even born. And so uh, Isaiah never saw the fulfillment of, of that revelation from God. And we have no way of knowing if Isaiah understood even what it meant. So sometimes whatever God may speak to us isn't necessarily for us or even for our lifetime. So it's important to understand that when the Lord gives us something, uh, that we don't have to get bogged down into understanding what it means right away. You know, it's always good to ask, and it's always good to press the Lord for uh, understanding. And remember, again, we've got this throne of grace, so we ask God to speak to us, and then when he does, we go back boldly before this throne of grace and ask him to give us the understanding of what he uh, is speaking to us. So the last little bit I'll leave you as far as practicals is keep a dream journal. Uh, I've uh, since gone uh, digital with my dream journal uh, for about the last seven to eight years, and I use Blogger uh, to keep my dream journal. I have it uh, completely sealed off to where there's no one uh, out in the, the interwebs that can read my blog. It's, it's only personal. It's password protected, but it means that I can search it and I can go through and I can tag different things um, 
and, and I can go back and, and, and it makes it much easier for me to go back and find uh, my dreams and different things that the Lord has shown me. There's other ways you can use Evernote, uh, or if you're a pen and paper person, keep uh, a pen and paper next to your bed at night. Keep that dream journal there. Jot your notes down in the next morning. Pick that dream journal back up and, and pray and think through that dream with your notes and fill in the gaps the next morning. That's really important is don't just rely on your, your midnight notes, but, but the next morning actually fill in the details, uh, write them in so that you'll remember these things. I've had many dreams that uh, um, I had you know eight years before, and it was eight years uh, later that the fulfillment came about, and I had no idea what the dream meant until it was fulfilled. And uh, I was able to go back and and reference my dream journal and find out, wow, you know that that actually happened. Now I now I can understand what the Lord was trying to say, and the Lord will do that quite a bit. So keep a dream journal, and I'll I'll leave you with one of my uh, one of my favorite stories is uh, my uh, good friend Draper Smith. He uh, <clears throat> he he uh, when when we when my wife and I first met Draper, he was a very gifted prophetic uh, young man. And uh, he would always come to me, and 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 I, literally, he would sometimes tell me. Often, he would tell me exactly what I had prayed that morning, um, in, in silent, you know, things that I hadn't even written down or hadn't even said audibly, just silent prayers that I'd said to the Lord. He would come and and tell me some of those things, um, you know, later that afternoon or or something, and tell me what the Lord's answer was to me. It was, it was truly remarkable. But uh, we often used to have a debate because I would have uh, quite a few dreams and Draper heard from the Lord very clearly, but he'd never had a dream before. And uh, he would kid me and and say that uh, the Lord spoke to me through dreams because I wasn't paying attention during the daytime. He said that the Lord only spoke to people in dreams because they they weren't really listening to him through the day. And and I uh, I disagreed with him, told him, no, I'm I'm listening. He just doesn't speak to me very much during the day, but but he speaks to me in dreams. And so we would have that debate, and we would kid each other back and forth until several years later, uh, Draper called me one day, and he, he said, uh, hey, man, I was uh, praying for you the other day, and uh, the Lord spoke to me in a dream. And, uh, and before I let him tell me what the dream was, I said, whoa, 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 slow down, Draper. I said, there's a couple things going on here. I said, first of all, uh, the Lord spoke to you in a dream. Uh, I thought the Lord didn't speak to you in dreams because you were paying attention during the day. And, and uh, we had a good chuckle about that. And, and he decided that uh, that I was probably right, that the Lord does uh, speak to people in dreams, even if we are paying attention during the day. And and since then, Draper, uh, Draper pays attention and he hears a lot from the Lord during the day and he hears a lot from the Lord at night now, too. But uh, I, I said, the, the second thing about that, Draper, is you told me that you were praying for me and the Lord gave you a dream. And, uh, and then we had a good chuckle about that, and we determined that uh, I've never met a person with a good prayer life who hasn't fallen asleep while they were trying to pray. And so uh, remember, you know, uh, don't be too hard on yourself if, uh, if, if you're trying to have a good prayer time and you fall asleep, because maybe the Lord will speak to you anyway. So sound off in the comments, and let me know if you have any questions or comments, and we'll pick it up next time with the second half of Dream Interpretation.